0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Garage Talk as always, I'm Conrad, let's go. I'm Ted, it's time to rock and roll, I'm a little bit scared this morning. I know, Teddy. Today, on this cold and rainy, spooky morning, we have the caretakers of the Screamway, Robert Kaus and Maida Smith. How we doing, guys? Morning. Good morning. We doing okay? Doing well. Fantastic. Tell us about this Screamway.
1: Well, thanks, Robert, for throwing me out there. <laughs> well, the Cardinal Screamway um, actually started with Robert mm-hmm. approaching my husband and I because he knew that um, we had started it really in our house, at, at our house, for our daughter, who is now 34, okay. uh, for her fifth birthday. She wanted to have a Halloween party. And it started with mazes made out of cardboard boxes. And every year, it got bigger and better, and we would have over 100 and 150 children every Halloween, though this big party, my husband decked out the yard, he built mazes everywhere. Rob knew that. He had that vision. He wanted to bring that into the community. So it was kind of started one night, six, seven years ago?
2: 2018 so 2018 i came just that's what i'm going to do so we're going to go after it um i threw it together in about a week Mm -hmm. approached them they already had theirs built so they couldn't take part Um, that year yeah yeah, that that year year. so that year it was uh, about 15 people pitch black trail i had uh the orange little pumpkins that you get for trick-or-treating put some led lights in them got groups of people up there said here's your pumpkin go walk the trail uh and surprisingly, people were scared just to do that. So it worked out good for the first year. Um, they jumped on board in 2019, mm-hmm. and we've just been building it out ever since.
0: It is really cool to see, Ted. When, when you drive into Jonesboro, I like that sign. And right underneath that sign is another sign, home of the Screamway. Uh-huh.
2: We have to thank uh, Bob McNutt for that one. He went out and got that purchase for us and put it out there. I thought it was important. So
0: That, that- – that is so cool to me, and especially, you know, because your community really gets behind it. I mean, all of Mill Township really gets behind it because I, I talk to people, and they're always like, man, I want to go through there so bad. But when I get there, it's lined up, and it is, uh-huh. isn't it? It is.
1: Last year, um, in between the two nights, because we only do it Friday and Saturday night before mm-hmm. Halloween, whenever Halloween falls, it's always the Friday and Saturday night before, um, I think we put we, almost 1,800 you know,
2: people. 1,711 people. Yeah. Wow. 1,100 of them on that Saturday night.
0: Let me guess. You did the analytics, Robert. Of course. Of
3: yes. course you did. <laughs> yes, he does. I, I mean, I'm
0: not shocked. It, uh, and,
3: it, and the numbers are increasing every year. Yeah. so it's,
2: that's It's actually a, a problem, a good problem to have. Uh-huh. But every year I sit there and they're like, oh, we'll advertise more. We'll get more people. And I kind of sit back and I'm like how do I run more people through? There's only so much time in a night, you know? Yeah. It's,
0: it's it's a very condensed area, but it's cool as can be. I mean, the idea of it really is, is, is genius. Mm -hmm. I mean, to think, Hey, let's, let's use this Cardinal Greenway. How hard was it to get them involved? Uh,
2: The first year took a little, since it was so quick, they kind of were just like, sure, go ahead and do it. Then the next year when we started talking about it, uh, that's when we had to start ironing out a lot of the details um, with the Greenway. But thankfully, the local organization that's here, they're very on board with it. Um,
1: Jim, Milligan Jim Milligan has been wonderful.
2: Kathy Joe, Shallon Little, her husband, yes um, all of them. they I mean, they're right behind it, so there was some ironing out of things to do in the beginning, um, all that logistic stuff. But once that got taken care of, and once they jumped on board, it's just been full force ever since.
0: Man, so. and speaking of Shaolin, dude, that is the sickest logo I've ever seen in my life.
2: Now you know there's actual history to this, though, right? Hit
0: me with so, it. So I knew there was something so
2: behind it. She went for a carnival theme, um, but we I all, like you know, growing up, we all heard yeah. the stories about divers going out through the Mississippi Wall where it gets real deep and seeing huge catfish and everything, mm-hmm. and some of them saying that you know, big enough, I don't want to go back down. I know you've heard those stories, yes. Ted. I know mm-hmm. you've heard those stories. Those stories actually go back. You can trace it way, way back when they were first, find, you know, populating the Grant County area. There were people out there that were saying that they were seeing large things coming up out of the river, snatching other animals, and going back down. And if you trace it back, and trace it back, and trace it back, you can find a like a little blip where somebody mentioned seeing a mermaid-like creature that was sitting off there, made eye contact with the guy, screeched, dove down into the river. And that started the whole little mythos of it. So these whatever these divers were seeing and yeah. there's you know those stories we're hearing, that kind of traces back to the uh, you know Miss Cinewall mermaid. So we'll we'll latch uh-huh. on to that and say it's a mermaid.
3: Well, that's I, awesome. I'll
0: that's- tell you what, that kinda gave me chills because I used to swim in- and <laughs> me and my buddies, we'd get in our whitey tidies and jump in the river and now <laughs> I think about that, man, I kinda regret it. <laughs> Jeez. Ted, did you, did you swim in the Minnesota with that? Yeah, them? yeah. Yeah.
3: That and Deer Creek. Yeah, Deer we Creek. Went yeah. through both of them. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, but the logo is amazing. And she, did she design yes. that? Yes. <coughs> yep.
1: Excuse
0: me. Man, that it, it's real cool. It's real cool. I she, like that.
2: She spends a lot of time every year coming up with a different logo for us. So. Yes.
3: No Now, speaking of that, you, you mentioned advertising. But do you have a social media director or manager? Right? So, <laughs>
2: my my oldest daughter does a lot of the social media stuff comes uh-huh. up with a lot of like the tiktok uh, posts and the facebook posts and things like that she we've kind of shoved that off to her <laughs> to help manage um,
1: teenagers uh, are much better at that <laughs> no, I, I agree, agree.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: <laughs> they can knock it out a lot quicker than any of us so, so she yeah. tends to take care of a lot of that stuff
0: so you're not doing any tiktok dances or anything like that I you? have
2: not done any tiktok dances we have talked about it um but I've yet to get everybody together to do a big TikTok dance.
1: Which, actually, his daughter had a great idea this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we still haven't really I, got, uh, ironed it out and have been able to do it. But with the Michael Myers of Decatur, uh-huh. she Brit or not Brittany Jenna yeah. actually reached out to him through social media, asking if he would you know do like a TikTok war with us uh-huh. back and forth. That's um, interesting. He, he has shown some interest, but we just haven't been able to get that piece of it together yet.
3: Now, isn't there a guy in Harper City, too, that rides around on a scooter or something dressed up like somebody? There's a Michael
1: Myers
2: yes. of, of uh, Huntington. Huntington. Right. And then there's the Mike Myers out of Decatur.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That'd be cool. To see TikTok Michael Myers war. on a scooter? Oh, it had a TikTok <laughs> war. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Michael
0: Myers lost his driver's license. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we always
3: say that when we see people riding scooters, right? Yeah, they lost their license. Everybody's so. been through it. <laughs> now, well, okay, I, not now everybody. But. For the people who don't know, tell them. Okay, where does this, the actual start, and then where's it end?
2: So the actual start is um, First Street in Jonesboro, mm-hmm. and it runs on the trail from 1st Street to 6th Street and ends it behind the church. and Okay. have like a little hayride that takes you back down to the park. Okay.
0: So it would be right, at, right
2: across from the Veterans Memorial there on Water Street. Yeah, it right. never but ends. It
1: doesn't. Right. And then kind of going back with the Cardinal Greenway with Jim Milligan and Kathy Joe Childs, then toward the beginning, they always have a concessions. Mm-hmm. So that they sell a few things, and Kathy sells her uh, trail mix that All the proceeds go back toward the Greenway. And for most people, they don't know that the money that we gather or we collect, um, we use that and we split it with the Cardinal Greenway.
0: I did kind of know that. Yeah,
1: Yeah, we want to be able to keep our section of the Greenway beautiful and nice and kept. So, you know, part of that money goes back to them. And then the other half, we keep just to buy materials for the next year. Mm-hmm. So I was going to mm-hmm.
0: ask you guys about funding. Yeah. That- yeah. So my biggest question, though, uh, I, how do you go about the choreographing of what's what, and do you guys sit and brainstorm about? Okay, this might be too scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, nothing nothing nothing's too scary. Nothing's okay. This might be. Too over the top, then nothing's too over the top. Nothing's too over the top. (laughs) Not with rampus over here for Christmas. There's there's
2: been a lot of people. They always ask. They're like, "Would my would my kid be able to go through it?" And I pause, and I'm like, "Well, some kids go through it perfectly fine. Some adults go through it crying, or they cut out at the stairs, which is we call chicken row. (laughs) And there's and
1: there's a little we have a little tally mark of who cheats and and leaves.
2: (laughs) but it's never been designed for like little kids or adults. It's just to scare you. Mm-hmm. Some you know some people are just scared of the dark. We have sections where it's just a walk from one point to one point, and people can't do that. They'll go through everything else fine, but if they have to walk that little span just <laughs> in the dark, they're like, "Yeah, I'm done." <laughs> and then we're, we're walking through, catching up with them. Like, all right, like you either you got to move or you got to go back. One of the two. Hurry up, pick pick what you want you're holding the lineup. Yeah. So, it's never been designed to be with anything like, oh, we're going to make sure little kids can go through. No.
3: Yeah.
0: So, but like this section's strictly clowns.
1: Well, what we do is the core group Okay. And we have our own what I call the executive council that we start actually this year we started back in March. We have our meetings. We start meeting. I mean, there's a lot that goes behind Mm -hmm. just for those two days. I mean, if you've ever done an event, you you well, you know how much is involved. Um, But each of the members of the core group kind of take their own section Mm -hmm. and they talk it through. What? Well, I think I'm going to do this this year, and um, uh, the other one will say, Well, I'm going to go with this theme, and then we just kind of talk it off so that nobody's doing the same. Um, and then we go from what we build as a core group, and then we pull in when we open up to the community for volunteers. If anybody that wants to start volunteering, if they want to do their own section, just run by ideas with us. We talk to them, um, and we take their ideas. We help them get ready, get their materials, as long as it's not something that's coinciding with one that's already built. Mm-hmm. That's so
3: how many volunteers do you guys have right now?
1: Not enough. Ooh, it's it's
3: ne- enough. Oh, it's never, never, never enough. It's never enough. It's
2: never enough. I would um, say we have more volunteers this year than we ever have. Mm-hmm. Um but it's still never enough.
1: It's less than it's maybe forty people, maybe fifty.
0: We're pushing fifty. That's yeah. a that's decent that's decent numbers.
1: I mean it's not bad. I would really like to see it higher with volunteers. Um, and I think a lot of people, they don't end up volunteering because we thought, like, well, how much does it pay? Well, it pays nothing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I mean, we're all doing this. So volunteer. volunteer. Yeah, that's Community a,
0: this is- involvement is good for the yes, soul. it is. It and, is.
1: And we enjoy, I mean, but once someone volunteers for the first time, they come back every year because they realize how much fun it is. They love seeing the excitement in those that are attending. I mean, it's just a great time. Mm-hmm. And, and the first I, time you make someone pee theirself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like it. So. <laughs> I love you, Rob. You're wild. You're wild. Hey, just saying, that's his goal. No, I'm just saying the first the first time You're you wild, make, the first
2: time you make you scare someone yeah. and you hear the words, "I just peed myself."
1: He's on in heaven.
2: You've accomplished the goal, oh. or you break them, you buckle them down, and they're just you know sitting there sobbing on the ground. You know you've done your you know you've done your part right there. That's that's goal. Yeah, I, I won. That's that's how I look at this. I, I look at the event. When people ask me, what's your goal? And I'm like, my goal, flat out, is to make you, I want you to have a good time. Yeah. But it's a haunted attraction, yeah. so your good time is yep. to be scared. So my goal is to make you leave. <laughs> make you not want to go, you know, get in there, walk out, or come up to the line and say, I'm out, I'm not going in. Because I I'll, I mess with people in the line and get it to the point that they're so nervous to go in that they won't. <laughs> I
3: win. I
2: win if you pee yourself, I win. I mean, if, if you're, if you break down and cry, I win. This is, this is how I look at this. It's a
3: game for me. Oh man. You know, my,
2: my goal is to yeah. scare you the best I can. You know, that's, that's what you're here for. You're here to be scared. That's what I want to give you. I want to give you a scare. I'm, we're not Candy screen park. You know, we're just yeah. a little local group, you know, trying to do the best we can. So if I can get that out of you, that's a win for me. That shows Winning. that we're we're doing yeah. a good a hey, competition's everything.
0: Man. Oh, it is, isn't it?
2: That that just shows that we're doing a good job. If everybody walked through and everyone was like a, eh, you know, uh-huh. okay, it was all right, then we're not doing a good job. So that's the goal. The goal is to have those people that uh-huh. they buckled down and were bawling and snot coming out of their face, and we had to pick <laughs> them up and say, "Okay, you're out." <laughs>
1: and what's really funny are the ones that come back the next year. And they act real big and tough. And, well, I'm going to make it through this year because I already know what's in there. Well, uh, no, you don't because we change it every year. (laughs) It's not the same.
3: So do do you guys, like, go out and check out all these other haunted trails and stuff that people have and get ideas or whatever? Yes.
1: My husband, um, Mark. Um, and our good friend Tom Emer. I think you guys know Tom. Yeah, I know. Um, the Dawson's, the the Dawson, down the street from me. Yes, and then yep. uh, Ronnie and Sandy Dawson. Mm-hmm. And um, we all kind of get together, and that's been our thing. That Since my husband and I were have been married almost 40 years. Oh, I just said like my age. <laughs> but we've always done haunted houses. That's what they love. And then these guys, Tom and Mark, that's what they live for. We go to, last, two weeks ago, we went all the way up to Niles, Michigan. And we went to Niles um, Scream Park. It was fantastic. It was their 50th anniversary. They've done this for 50 years. They've moved locations over time. And where they're at now is like five acres of property. And they've built, there's five different haunts all on they've got carnival um, foods and activities to do in between and i mean it's just been neat we go through we went early they let us come up as our group and they took us toured us through we got to see all of their animatronics all of the ways that they've built things so we got to do the behind the scenes which was fantastic then i was able to pick their brain about well How do you do your ticketing and your sales? And, Mm -hmm. you know, so we are reaching out to others to see how they've been successful. They are also ran voluntarily, um, which is kind of neat to see how much they've grown. And they have, they're up to 250 volunteers to run their, their, their haunt. Now it's from the middle of September through the end of October. Okay. We've also gone to another local haunt in Kokomo that we've done, Edge of Insanity. Uh, we did that last weekend. Uh, we've been talking to the, the owner of Hint, of that one. He's retiring. So, you know, we're looking at all of his equipment and all of his things and what can we do next. And, you know, we're getting ideas all the time. You guys got a
0: wish list. Don't oh, no, we have a huge wish absolutely. list.
1: And not only do we go to haunts, my husband and Tom, they travel. They've gone to St. Louis and gone to... Horror Fest. They've gone to um, Mass Fest, Horror Hound. So they've St. Louis. They've been to Cincinnati. They've been to um, Indianapolis. To all of these big conventions, just meeting people, seeing things, doing things, trying to get new ideas, trying to get connections with people who actually create the animatronics or do all the masks. And we have several authentic masks that have been made. By these groups these companies that you're not going to find anywhere else really
2: mm-hmm. pumpkin pulp
1: pumpkin okay. pulp and pumpkin pulp is actually out of um muncie brian blair good friend um he designs all of those masks we last year mm-hmm. brian brought us all over the whole committee went we got to see behind the scenes on how he creates his masks and how he creates um all of his props and it's just it's fantastic it's just mind blowing
0: so what is it about this time of year that really gets you guys going you guys just always been halloween do you love horror movies
1: i do not believe it or not i said that, horror movies that yes that is good. my that is the, that is my husband's thing but that's this is one way i support my husband's love he loves horror movies he loves Halloween. Halloween is his favorite out of all the seasons. He loves to scare and dress up and you know, that's his outlet and it's just something he's really taken on and I support him in that. So, I've just kind of
0: And you don't you don't like to be scared?
1: I don't really get scared. Oh. And I guess I did it
0: first. So you're desensitized. I am, I am
1: because I think at first oh, I hated it. I hated when he would drag me through you know <laughs> haunted houses, but I think over time I mentally now and being behind the scenes that has helped me. But yeah. to be honest, I run the front; I, I they think, all run the back. I think
2: this is where uh, Mark and I kind of click together <laughs> as you know as people because his love of Halloween is similar to mine. Mm-hmm. What he, the things he likes are the things I like, and we he and I tend to be on the same page quite a bit and mm-hmm. how we're going to build something or. You know, oh, this will look good. Yes, that'll look good. And we just kind of feed off of each other to build things. I mean, same thing with uh, Tom Emer or the Mercers. Um, oh, yeah, you know, my all, nephews.
1: Yeah. So I have my three my three nephews who are now well in adulthood and have their own children. Um, yeah, they, they usually build something massive. But, you know, their Uncle Mark raised them that way. So, uh, so they're following in his footsteps. You have a
2: good core group of people who that happens to be the thing that they like, the time of the year that they like when you get them together in one room and you come up with some crazy ideas and then just the drive to continue to build and do better each year. Mm-hmm. So we kind of feed off of each other and push each other to do bigger, better, scarier, you know, yeah. every year.
0: Uh, Tom Emer, I, 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 message him uh, once a year, maybe a couple times a year, but I'm always hitting him up for, where's the closest really good haunted house to go to and, uh, one year, he sent me to Muncie, uh, Scaravania.
1: Well, that, that's Brian Blair. That's, Brian. That that's was, Brian Blair.
0: The year that I went, it was so good. So good. There was a guy eating uh, mealworms mm-hmm. out of a Chinese uh, food carton. He got Savannah to eat one, and he was like, this kid's going places. I was like, Yeah. probably working with you guys he was like working with us i don't work here which kind of freaked me out i was like oh okay but so ted what scares you you me (laughs) of course Uh, yeah (laughs) robert he's like yeah what scares you man what really gets robert kouse's goat?
1: yeah i want to know
2: that yeah to be honest, I'm not. I'm not really scared of a lot of things. There are a lot of things I dislike.
0: Normality, yeah. One probably, of. yeah. <laughs> yes, there. There you go. Yeah.
2: No, um, there's not a lot that I would say that I'm scared of. Yeah. Um, I'm much like made at this point. I'm kind of desensitized to a lot of a lot of things. So it's just kind of.
0: What do you like to see when you go to a haunted house, though?
2: Um, I tend to, I tend to go for atmosphere. Okay. Um, I like where they set they pay a lot of attention to the atmosphere jump scares are one thing animatronics are another but if you focus on the atmosphere just having people go through a room that is Mm off-putting i mean really drives i like to see that attention to detail Mm -hmm. with the atmosphere you're creating the atmosphere that just puts people in that nervous you know jumpy mode and then the very little thing can push them over the edge yeah um we've we've worked on that with like the pitch making people walk through that dark section of the trail. building that anxiety right. the first yes. the first year with the uh, with the pumpkins the reason I did that was so it's one thing to walk through pitch black but you don't see anything if I give you a little bit of light at a distance you won't see what's coming at you mm-hmm. but with just that little bit of light I can see something moving and I don't know what it is and it doesn't matter whether it's a person in a mask or just a person walking that anticipation that build up that's what mm-hmm. i like to see i like to see the attention to the detail for the atmosphere that drives that build up so then you just poke and then they're done it sets them over
3: the edge yeah. those are the things that i like to see they got they got that adrenaline pumping it. right it's, yeah right you just the psychological poke poke, poke. exactly and, and i get that i mean that's you're, you're walking through pitch black and you know something's going to happen and it's just like when I mean that, I don't know. that
0: mine starts playing tricks on oh, you. absolutely. We went to uh, Stillwater. Uh, have you ever oh, been Stillwater there? Mansion? Yep. Yes. yeah. Uh, and I, I, I love being scared, but what really freaked me out, there, I think there's a difference between being freaked out and scared. It freaked me out. They had like a, a, a contortionist, and she was like a librarian. And you go through this little hallway, and it's just her. You know, it's a slow strobe. And you see her there, like, rearranging the books. And then the lights go out, and then they come back on. And she's upside down running at you. I was like, all right, let's move on, move on. And uh, it, it just, that that really, I guess, contortionist freaked me out, period. But it, yeah. it was spooky.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Those just trying to figure out how in the world do their bodies move like that? And then that coming at you is just yeah. that's creepy. That would that scares me as well. And yeah. it's more like the unknown. Like when I'm going through something right. mm-hmm. I'm I'm like Rob, I love to go through haunted houses and look for the detail in the room. But if I'm focusing on detail and something comes out at me that I haven't noticed, I get scared. I mean, I jump. It's that, but I just
0: yeah, it's are you like um, I'm trying to study here?
1: I am. I want to know how it works.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, how do they get the fog to lay low? Because I, I try to do that in my garage, and it just goes up in the air. Ice. Yeah. It's just it's a it's so, just dry ice.
2: Well, you can use dry ice or ice. Uh, it's a container. You fill it with ice. You basically you're pumping the smoke or your fog through that. It chills it,
3: and oh. then it pushes
2: out so it lays lower. Um, there are brands that bog fog that tend to hold real low but if you chill those even it'll hold even lower this is one
1: thing we've learned from mark and tom going Mm -hmm. to all of these conventions and meeting you know the people that have these companies um they've learned a lot about fog and the equipment and the type of solutions you put in glycerin
2: and distilled water isn't
3: that crazy? That's all it is. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And you pay Just out the wazoo for a gallon. Different minute. ratios. Amen. Give you what yeah. you want. Yeah. Now, What so, about animatronics for you guys? Do We,
1: we have some. Um, okay. the he ones is a that... robot. Robert's yeah, a robot. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a machine. Um, actually, um, all of our animatronics at this point have been purchased individually. You know, I can't even tell you how much money that we have personally spent for things, um, but they're always looking for new animatronics and trying to buy things. So, yes, we have some animatronics. Hope to get even more. It's a struggle to
2: get animatronics down on the trail because we don't have the electricity where we need it just yet. A handful of years ago, we got those two posts there at 4th Street, which allowed us to run a little bit of electricity to different things there. Uh, Hopefully, if all goes well, we should have some electricity set at the front of the trail this year. We got the post. Um, put in place I just got to get everything wired up and get it connected so
3: that's Which, what I was gonna ask you know, how many speakers do you guys have throughout the trail
1: typically it's just each group has their own five or six you know, I mean yeah different
2: okay. spots there's different speakers little bluetooth ones and everything like right. that that's but a lot of, I mean, if it's not battery-powered, we're running it off a generator. So, yeah. you know, and yeah. there's nothing.
1: We've been very limited in that aspect.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, I've gotten really good at filling generators up without shutting them off. And, holding <laughs> and a in flash, the dark. In yes. the dark, holding a flashlight in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I catch fire, it'll be okay. And somebody will get a kick out of th- it. They'll think and it's part of that. Yeah, it's all part of the show, it's right? Now, now,
3: how about this? Okay, say the first night before you opened it up, you have somebody fly a drone over it. Just a.
1: We have talked about about that, but we haven't actually had the drone.
0: Right.
2: We're open to that. I mean, yes, we would, would love to. to do do that. I know, got, I know a volunteer got, that might. We'll, we'll absolutely. Yeah, we would love. So.
0: We would love to to be there and interview some people in line and possibly after. If I, I, I think, think I that, that would be, be come yes, set up yeah, yes, yes, absolutely that when would be great. Up, I,
2: I think the two spots where I mean, we do a very good job of trying to change things up and try to expand and try to build. But a, a couple of the spots I think that we struggle with is one because we're all volunteers and we're all working it at the time. Right. Um, it's hard to get good action pictures and things like mm-hmm. that taken while it's all going on. Um, we've talked a couple years in a row now about trying to get like a GoPro and walking through with a group just to get, you know, the pictures. Cause yeah. we, I think we struggle there. Um, one of the other things i think that we struggle with and still is is the line management trying to get people through as quick as possible and keeping it an individual experience for that group mm-hmm. it's hard to you know take a line of 1100 people and shuttle them through and keep it individually for you you know that way mm-hmm. you're not you don't see the scare in front of you to that group i mean some um some of these events you go to, it's just basically it's like a cattle line. Go 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 yep. go, yeah. go. And you you might get the scare. You're four people down. You've seen it, so Cars. you're not yeah. scared now. So uh-huh. yeah. we struggle with trying to keep the group size right mm-hmm. to keep it manageable to keep the flow going so that everybody gets that individual experience and that scare. Um,
1: and I don't so, I don't think it's so much. I mean, I think our management. I know, you know, I put it like on a little timer. I only let usually it's just six people go through. The problem is people coming through they all want to be with their friends. Right. And they yep. don't understand that a group of 12 you're not going to get many, yeah. yeah, you're not going to get that same experience. Essence. And so what they do is they get in and then they'll get so far and they stop because they're going to wait because mm-hmm. they want yeah. their group to catch up yeah. with them. Yeah. And then, you know, the the guys at the very end of the trail they're like Where's where's the next group? We haven't yeah. seen anybody. Or they'll start complaining, You're sending 28, 30 people through mm-hmm. here. That's too many. It's like I didn't send that many. They just, they're just stopping and waiting for each other. Uh-huh. Or they're so scared, they're running so fast ahead, they catch up with or the next group. Or
2: they
0: stop.
2: Yeah. We've learned we've learned scared people don't tend to move forward if they can see something in front of them that's yeah. gonna scare them more. And that's where, you know, we'll have to walk out there and, you know, have that conversation. Okay, look. Either you move forward uh-huh. or you go back, yep. or you know, but you can't you can't stop. So it's that consistent flow management of people. Um, if there's a there's a college kid out there that would like to have an internship for logistics of line management, come see us. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, no. take, we'll definitely take you on and let you <laughs> analyze the whole thing. I'm sure there's a a whole big paper you could write, <laughs> yes. and we'll be
3: open to the ideas. So, Maida, what's the the time frame between groups?
1: I try to do it about a minute okay. or so, and, and I would like to do it a little longer than right. that, but you got 1,100 people in yeah. line. You can't. You've got to just kind yeah. of keep uh-huh. them going, yeah. and you, I try to encourage those groups. You have to keep moving. You mm-hmm. cannot stop. Yep. But once they pass me and they enter, yep. I can't control it as much. Yeah. I mean, Rob tries to walk through and keep groups moving. Mm-hmm. Um, what is
0: your group size? What do you like to, what do you like?: i don't, perfect group size to be.
1: No more than six.
0: No more: I, No
1: more okay. than six.: Yeah, I'd say mm-hmm. six,
2: six to eight tends to be a good size.
1: Depending it, on also, I kind of look at who's in the group. If, if it's all a couple, girls,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're not moving <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: But you know if, there's some, if they've brought their kids and there's yeah. some little kids, you know I, I might let a little bit bigger of a group go. Because most of the time, the kids are in their arms anyway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. ah, get me out of here.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just thought of something that, that probably would scare me. You're walking somewhere, it's dark, and some dog just comes up after you.
0: Just the sound of the, the, the
2: paws. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, because a couple years back, um, I was in between running water to different groups. Right. And there was a raccoon that cut across <laughs> the trail as this... As these people were walking, and we had a barrel set up, so I would kind of tuck behind the barrel so they didn't see me. But I hear a scream, and I'm like, well, that's odd because there's there's nothing here. <laughs> and I look, and I see a raccoon mid, you know, just right in the middle of the trail. You know, he stopped. <laughs> he checked him out. And these, these people are just screaming their head off, and then he takes off down the river. And I'm like, so that's that's going to be the thing that gets you.
3: Yeah,
2: I wasted. We wasted all this time building everything, <laughs> and it's the raccoon that ran across the trail. Great, thanks.
0: Uh-oh. Have you had a black cat just wander? Absolutely. You? Yes, we yeah. have. Yeah, yes. Year, there's
2: there's a couple of them. I think that yes. pro- probably live in a house or something down that <laughs> way because
3: you'll
0: every see them year. every year.
1: Every year there year. have been black cats.
0: Now, I've been down the the Greenway when. At like 5 in the morning, and it's already dark as can be. I couldn't imagine just walking upon a raccoon. (laughs) I'm gone.
2: Year year two, we had the body room, the body bag room. Yes. So I stay, I I take that whole week off, obviously, and I'll stay up and I'll walk the trail at night to make sure nobody's messing with their stuff. Uh So we have this body bag room built. Mark and I helped build it and hung all the bodies. And we left a little section off to the side of the trail so you could walk around it. So I'm walking around it. I kick a wall. You know, if anybody's in there, it's going to startle them. I kick this wall and I hear some scuffling sh- around. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, all right. So i turn around, and start walking through there. And I'm like, hey, you know, if anybody's in here, just get out, you know, leave our stuff alone. I don't hear anything. So I'm walking. I got my flashlight looking around. And I know there's like a little cubby off on this side that we built in there to scare some people. So I'm moving these body bags out of my way because you got no clear line of sight. And I'm, hey, you know, if you're in here, just come on out. As soon as I turned that corner, there's a possum, and he hissed at me, and it it, uh. it, it, it gave me a good startle. <laughs> I'm like, hey, buddy.
3: Yeah. They, those things are scary looking.
0: I'm sorry. They but. are. Uh, yeah, they are. Especially when – because yeah. they can open their mouths pretty wide. Yeah,
2: 345 in the morning, you know, <laughs> body bags hanging around you. Yeah.
0: I, I love thing. it. So – uh a couple fun facts here. What, what's your guys' favorite Halloween trick-or-treat candies? Or trick-or-treat items that you've gotten in the past? Ooh,
1: that's a hard one.
0: Come on. I, I, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. I, I, I'm, I, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and I actually, I'm
2: actually i a big fan of Tootsie Rolls. Don't well, say. Well. I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah.
1: I love the Tootsie Rolls and the Twizzlers. we okay. those little Twizzlers.
3: Okay. What's yours, Conrad?
0: Uh, mine is anything. <laughs> uh, I'm just a candy machine look at me Ted I ate a lot of candy so anyways I was doing some, some a little bit of research and you know looking back at the history of Halloween and bobbing for apples right yes seems harmless I, I, I'm i just going to venture Rob probably how many
2: people drowned from bobbing for apples I'm just wondering
0: <laughs> I'm You it's know not, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the apple part of it. I was like, why would people what what why do people do that? Well, turns out that it has a dark past. So when you cut an apple in half, there's a pentagram. So Halloween's a pagan holiday. <laughs> yeah. it's Which
1: a, it's a it's a five-star star, star it's stars. Yeah. That's what I teach my children when we cut it open.
0: So, I'm I'm discussing this with my better half. I'm like, think about it. The apple, she was like Adam and Eve. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. That's right. How freaky is that? And here's something else that's even freakier. The Middle Ages. You know how cats are associated Mm -hmm. with Halloween, especially black cats. Well, it wasn't uncommon in the Middle Ages for them to kill cats because... They thought they were evil, and that's around the time of the bubonic plague. Well, they thought it was the felines. It wasn't. It was the rats. So you killed
2: the cats to save yourself from the evil spirits. Mm-hmm. Yep,
3: and it was the rats. And the, and the rats. were they? Damn rats. That's were they, right. Were they Chinese? <laughs> Ted, <laughs> you're talking rats and cats. I mean. Well,
0: I love Chinese food, Ted, so... <laughs> But yeah, like the, the, even the word Halloween is Hallows Eve. Mm-hmm. You know when Hallows Eve is? I think it's November 1st. Right. Yeah. So, but anyways, I was going down this rabbit hole. So now it's time for some little bit of trivia, guys. Oh, okay. You guys want to play some trivia? We'll play trivia.
1: We'll play trivia. I know Rob's already going to beat Winnipeg.
0: All right, maybe not. So, so since we were talking about our favorite trick-or-treat candy, does anybody in here know the original name for candy corn? And it it was marketed under this name back in 1898, so that was a long long time
1: ago. You know, I remember reading something on this a long time ago, but I can't think of what it was.
0: I don't know. Chicken oh. feed.
1: Okay. Yeah, I do now. Now that you chicken said that. Chicken feed.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: Well, it does look like the little yeah. kernels of corn that chicken it eat. It does.
0: I've seen somebody, like, make a corn cob out of them. hmm The patience on that person. Not for me.
3: <laughs>
0: All right. This is a little bit of film stuff. Which actress made her film debut in Halloween in 1978?
1: That would have to be my husband's, uh, he would leave me for Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, my gosh.
0: She was so hot back then. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: he still, uh, he met her a few years ago. Oh, <laughs> He went speechless. Could not speak. But, yes, okay. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. I know that
0: one. Yeah. Who was her father?
1: Um, I can see his face. It's Curtis.
3: Uh,
0: Start with the T. It sure does, Ted. Four letters. It's not Teddy Curtis. No, (laughs) it's not. (laughs) It's not Tyrone Curtis.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm just drawing a blank. Go ahead.
0: Tony Curtis. Tony. Okay. And she had a famous mother, too. yes, Yes. Yes. In 1988, who was the actor... Six. Okay, I'm
1: out.
0: <laughs> 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 who was the actor who played Beetlejuice?
1: Oh, um, see, this is when my husband, he'd be naming mm. this off. Uh, I am terrible with the names. Uh, I can see him, and I can see his comical movements, but I'm terrible with names.
0: Michael Keaton. Keaton. We're 0 for 2. You We're are. Two. <laughs> you are. Okay. In this one, you might get Robert, because it's a 2005's film, The Corpse Bride. Who voiced the character Emily in The Corpse Bride? It's a it's an animatronic. Well, not animatronic. Uh, what Claymation. 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 Uh, I'll even give you some. Was it A, Anne Hathaway? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. B, Winona Ryder, or C, Helena Bonham Carter?
1: I have no clue. It's probably Winona.
0: You would think because Tim Burton loved Winona. But he also loved Helena Bonham Carter. It was Helena Bonham Carter. So that concludes this edition of Halloween. What's coming up next in the future for the Screenway?
1: Well, hopefully, it'll just get bigger and better every year. Uh, this year, we are adding the Cardinal Greenway um, the weekend before. So, next. Canceled. Canceled. Oh, no, it got, got canceled. Wah,
0: wah, wah. <laughs> they were
2: going to do a uh, little trick or treat walk down the trail. We'd have some of our actors down there for the kids. And unfortunately, uh, they had to back out of that event. And so, hopefully, next year we'll be able to get that one going. That
1: would be great. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, And tell us, when are we going to start sending people, massive herds of our population through this scary little trail?
2: So we will open the 27th at 7 p.m., and we run from 7 to 11. But if you were in the line at 11 o'clock, you get to go through. So it doesn't matter how long the line is. If you make it in the line, you're going through. Oh my gosh! What if it's like four in the morning? Yeah, well. Hey, it's been it's late. Been, it's it's been, been very late. One, I think the latest was third. Thirty. We finally wow. got the last group through. Yeah, one time. Man.
1: And hopefully the fast passes will help a little bit with some of that wait time. So, so trying to, we're, this is new this year. Okay. The fast passes is a whole new endeavor. We're going to see how that works. If we can get some groups through a little faster. You
0: know. Speaking of that, we're gonna do a fast pass giveaway on Listen. our social media pages. Mm-hmm. And uh we're excited to to participate and and like I love being scared. I really do. We're going to Hannah Haunted Acres tonight. Oh, nice.
1: oh you're gonna love it.
0: Uh it wasn't nice on the wallet. Oh. No. <laughs> no. It is oh my
1: god. It's expensive. So I don't think what you pay for us is all that
0: bad. Let, let everybody know that this is family affordable. It is. Ex- it extremely. Is. Fa- yep. And
1: that's yep. one of the things we wanted to make sure. We want to make sure that our community mm-hmm. can afford to have a little bit of fun for one night. Right.
2: A couple things. So uh, it's always been a, a big thing for me, like Maida said, to make sure that we keep it affordable for the community. So, you know, the tickets are only $5 a person. Mm-hmm. Fast passes are $15. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple of people, they're like, well, that's a big difference. And then I showed them a sped-up version of how long the line was, and they were sold. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, um, well, not a lot of people know this, but we actually take the time to ensure that if you have someone that's in a wheelchair or something yes. like that, you can actually go through our event. Okay. Yes. We, we take the time. I have a double-wide wheelchair that Quentin Shipley has given me to use, and we will open it up, and we will run it through to everything sure. that we have to make sure that we can get you through from – Point A to point B. Oh, that's awesome. And you can experience the, yeah. the event too. You
3: know, that's cool. That's. Now, what about anybody ever talk to you with their food truck about setting up down there?
1: Um this year has been the first year, but because they waited till late and we need to as a as an executive committee kind of talk that through. Mm-hmm. Because right now, everything that we bring in is solely for the event Mm -hmm. so that we can split it between the the two groups. Mm -hmm. So the Greenway gets money to help beautification, Mm -hmm. and then our group then gets it to help with materials for next year. Um, So we haven't quite figured out the logistics of how to do that yet.
2: Yeah, we We, had a couple people approach, and at our last meeting we talked about it, and I'm like, I don't... Right now, everything like Maida said comes back to the event. It mm-hmm. feeds the Greenway and it feeds yep. the Greenway. So, what do I ask you for? Because right. I know you're here to make money. So, mm-hmm. do I say you need to give me seven hundred dollars because that's what we made in concessions last year? That was split between the two. Right. Because
1: it is the Greenway that is, you know, members from the Greenway do that mm-hmm. concession. Right. So, mm-hmm. yep. they just put back into the pot.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so what do you you know what do you ask right. for? Because I want to be fair to everybody mm-hmm. else. I want you to make your money. Right. You know, so. That's, that's a conversation that we you know we really need to have a little bit more about what do we think is a reasonable ask right. on our part while still allowing them the opportunity. Because, you know, it's only two nights. It's right. only four or five hours, you know, by the time everyone gets in. You know, the way the line is structured, you know, we bring everyone back around for concessions, but it's a little hard. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want someone to come there and, you know, not do well, and then not right. want to come back. If you we want to set yeah. it up to where if they come, they do well. Mm-hmm. You know everyone's happy. They're happy. We're happy. It's just trying to figure out the logistics of that and what that looks like is a
3: little complex. I and, just I just wonder because you see these these food trucks all over the place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So do you guys have any sponsors? We
2: do. We do. Um,
3: we Want have, to give
0: them a shout uh, out?
2: Absolutely. So we have uh, Dennis Roach from uh, State Farm and the uh, Massinawal Cigar Bar. They've always sponsored us every year and they've done it so again. Mike Anderson, Chevrolet here in Gas City. They've always sponsored us. Uh, Dr. Doc-
1: Evansek over in Marion. Yep. He has sponsored us every year um, and has vowed to do so as long as yeah, we continue. Absolutely. It's um, awesome. He loves, loves it. Dynamite. Uh, yeah, dynamite cleaners or dynamics. You know, I can't think. Yeah, it's just dynamite. Um,
2: You know, we also have a couple uh, individual sponsors, people that have just, every year, um, they'll come and give us some money for the event. Uh, Richard Turcotte, a guy I work with out at General Motors, every year he'll hand us a little bit of money towards the event. Um, You know, but that tends to be the core. J-Trans has always Mm -hmm. donated pallets to us. Uh, We had some pallets donated to us from um, uh, Custom Comfort's home. Uh, Rookies Inc. has always done all our, all our, our flywear, shirts and everything like right that, right? He's awesome. He's awesome. Our yeah. He's yeah. awesome. And uh, we have an online store through them, so you can go to Rookies and you can purchase your shirt through them really? if you'd like, just so you know. I'm, so, I'm
0: telling you guys, get you a shirt because they're sick. I like you them. You haven't even uh, seen the back, cool. did you? Did you no. see the back?
1: Look at the back. Turn around, Rob.
0: We're all freaks <laughs> here. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes. And speaking of sponsors, Ted. Mm-hmm. We want to give our sponsors a shout-out, Rookies, Inc., for all your apparel needs, www.rookiesinc.com, or call Steve Horn at 765-536-2726. Quick turnaround. Oh, yeah, fast. And quality, top quality. Jennifer Swanner at Nicholson 2.0, residential or commercial homes. She's the realtor for you. 765, yes. 661-4821. I bought a house from her, or D did. Mama we bought Pier- one and sold two. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. Mama Pearson Soporium. Get your smell good on. Best people around. Yeah. You could use some beard oil.
2: I barely have a beard for beard oil. <laughs> hey, but, I, I, but I have. <clears throat> the few times that I've went and purchased beard oil, it has been from Mama Pearson. There you so. go. Yeah.
0: Backyard builder for all your quality fencing and decking needs. Call Eric Skeens at 765-667-5974. Want the best? you got to call the best. Yep, they got fencing down to a science. Jonesy's Lawn Care, Residential and Commercial Lawn Services, now providing golf cart maintenance. Call Jeremy Jones at 765-667-5097. Before long, he'll be plowing snow, won't he? Possibly. I hope not. (laughs) I hope it's a long ways away. Alt-House Auto Body and Towing. Had a crash. Now your car looks like trash. Call Scott Watson at 765-348-2414. Well, your car won't go, now you need a tow. Call Scott Watson at 765-499-1534. Thank you guys once again. We appreciate you taking the time out and hanging out with us. Yeah. Thank you. Well, was thank great. you. Thank right. you. Good luck this year. We're sure it'll do good. Yep.
1: We appreciate that.
0: Catch everybody next time.